0: from jersey but my family is from all over so like on my mom's side you
1: can pick up the mic right there yeah.
0: But so like on my mom's side she's um colombian and honduran and then on my dad's side he's cuban and chileno mm-hmm. so basically i got that whole mix my whole life i always just accepted myself as hispanic latino but then as of recently through an acid trip i was just kind of like yo but like what does that even mean? Through an acid trip? And I, rea- and I I started realizing, like, you know, I'm not white, I'm not black. Where, where am I? And I realized I, that's why I started getting in, in touch with my indigenous roots. And then that's how I started getting into, like, the whole, like, you know, witchcraft and, like, santeria and shit. Cause uh-huh. That's where all that shit comes from. It comes from, like, the indigenous tribes who were already here before the, Span- before the Spanish came and, and, you know, wiped all their shit out, brought Christianity, deemed that shit as evil. But it's not evil. It can be used for evil, but that wasn't what the people were using it for. Yeah, it's and just an action. Exactly. All right, okay. It's connected with the spirits, connected with the spiritual realm. You do research on that? Yeah. You I, do? I be reading books and shit on that. Okay. Is your family into that? <laughs> my grandfather used to be. He passed away uh, about, it's like it's a year now. Okay. So he used to be into that. But um, but not so much my um the rest of my family. He was really connected with his roots, so he he used to be kind of into like some of that shit.
1: Word. Have you ever been to where where you're from? I A- have any of those places? I haven't. No. Nah. okay. You're first generation here?
0: I'm second generation. Both okay. of my parents were born here. Oh, wow. Okay. Where yeah. where, where, where you like where did you grow up? Where'd you where are you from? So, I was born in Tinley and but I don't know shit about Tinley other than Holy Name Hospital. Mm-hmm. This is where I was born. I really grew up in North Bergen. I was there till I was like 5. Then I moved to North Carolina. I really grew up out there, but then I had all my summers I spent in North Bergen. Every summer I came out here, chilled with my cousin, chilled with my boys. And after, I honestly did not enjoy my experience in North Carolina, I dealt with a lot of racism, dealt with a lot of discrimination, a lot of just bullshit. So I used to beg my mom for us to come back and she was like, we're not going back. But when you turn 18, you do whatever you want. And that's so what you did? when I turned 18, I said, <laughs> Peace and I and I yeah and I made the move back here. You coming here every summer? uh Like,
1: why'd you come here?
0: Like, how did you come here? Who were you staying with? You my grandparents. Oh, yeah. Word, okay. So like, basically, when I was born, my my parents were young when they had me. My mom was twenty and my dad was nineteen. So you know they were they were babies themselves when they had a mm-hmm. baby. So my mom was still living with her with her parents. So when I was born, that's pretty much I was living with my mom. My grandmother and my and my grandfather, and then my father lived over on Seventy Sixth and um, Park Ave. Okay, so he would, you know, he was close enough that he could walk. Yeah. we were on like um, we were on Ninetieth uh, Street in Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm an uptown baby, so he was able to just walk there. And then we moved to Eighty Second and Third, which is like, you know, where I pretty much spent all my summers at. And so I was on. I grew up over on Eighty Second Street, right by 80th Street Park. And my dad would always come there. So then, when we moved, I would spend the summer there. Word. How old are you? I'm uh 20. I'm 22. About to be 23 in March. Word. Okay. I'm 20.
1: What day March? 19th. 19th. Okay. My boy Snags. He turns uh 23 in uh, the 23rd. But, no, nah, I turned 24 there. Oh, shit, that's I, what's up. Yeah, I turned 24 on the 24th of this month. Oh, what? <laughs> no, nah, but that's pretty cool. You making that, oh, well, so when you moved over here, you just, you were with your grandparents then, right? Right, <laughs> okay. And they. I think I
0: just, uh, my nah, bad, I thought I turned the mic off.
1: No, nah, that's all right. Either way, you probably, it'll probably capture it, but, um, and what, they didn't
0: have no problem with you staying over? So, basically, when I first moved in, it was like, oh, Yo, you know, get a job or go to school so I was you know in school at first it wasn't for me so I dropped out I was working <clears throat> and that's pretty much what I do I I you know I haven't really had a steady job I bounce around from job Word, to yeah. job I'm not really <clears throat> you know my career is music art so you know for me it's you know it's hard for me to have the discipline to maintain a a 9 to 5 job I've I've done a lot of um I oh, appreciate it man I've done a lot of different jobs. Um, you know, I've even done some like under the table, low key, like you know, illegal shit. Uh-huh. You know, make my bread however I can. Basically, the reason my grandparents never had a problem with me was because I never gave them a problem. Word, okay. Like, you know, the one thing was when I first moved in was that I was smoking. Right. Oh, okay. And I, so I would go out back to do that. Are but- they Spanish? So yeah, my grandfather is Colombian and my grandmother is Honduran. So
1: they're like 100% Spanish. So they, they don't speak English, right? So they're old well, school mindset. Well, like
0: they speak English. So my grandmother actually um she even though she's from Honduras, she actually like grew up in Union City. Okay. She like went to Union Hill. She um, you know, she went she went to like um elementary school in Honduras. Okay. And then she went to like Catholic school like for middle school when she moved out here and then she went to Union Hill for high school and my grandfather he was um the one who passed away recently he was he was a little more old school but he was also he was also like open minded yeah, type of boy because cuz mainly cuz of my grandmother cuz she was so much younger you know they got married at a different time she was 17 and he was like in his 30s already wow, okay. so it was you know a different time like yeah, nowadays yeah. that be looked down upon but <laughs> yeah, yeah. back then that was actually like type normal uh-huh. shit you know what i mean so he was from a completely different generation but because he was in love with her and they got married had my mother together and they were together until he died he he was always listening to her anything mm-hmm. that you know and so she, you know the one thing that one thing that happened was I got caught smoking one time right she caught me in the back smoking
1: were you with your friends or by yourself? I was just by myself. Okay. I was just
0: back there. I was facing a blunt.
1: Do you remember it was colder or hot? Was it, it like was nighttime like, or day?
0: Yeah, it was like, it was probably like around the fall season. Okay. So. Bless you. I was out there and she comes out and she's like, how long were you going to keep this from me or whatever? And I was like, yo. and And then, but then she told me, she was like, look, just be honest with me. You know, like what? What we've never, we've never had, you've never had anything to hide. We never hide anything from you, you know. And I was like, look, I hid it because I didn't know how you'd react. And she's <laughs> like, I honestly, as long as you're honest with me, I'd rather you do it here where you're safe than be out in the streets. Wow, look at caught. that, yo! You what know a what nice I mean? Good twist right there. a nice, good ending. Yo, so then she started, you know. So then, once she knew I was, I was smoking, I started explaining to her like how it's like there's a stigma behind it, and back in their generation, it was like, oh. You can't smoke, whatever, whatever. But I explained to her, like, it's not like that. People use it medicinally. It's a natural plant. Oh, she smokes now? Yo. (laughs) So she explained it to my grandfather. This is the crazy part. My fucking old school grandfather from Colombia, Uh old fashioned. I smoked a joint in front of him one day. And he was chilling. <laughs> he was just chilling he, I, he he started taking edibles, wow, okay, he ended word. Up Started taking edibles, and yeah, my grandmother she smokes now,
1: so you sort of like honestly changed their life in a, a certain way, bit, yeah, <laughs> but
0: the reason was because when I went in there, it's like you know, like I hate to put my mom on the spot, but like when she was younger, she would go out get drunk convert, okay, yeah. stumbling, she was knocking a kid too, over, yeah, you know what I mean, and so that was their experience with you know with that, I would go out with my boys. Get blasted, come back, and all I would be doing is eating. Word, okay. They I feel you. I get have exactly. a problem yeah. with that. Uh-huh. They were like, okay, whatever. That's not a big deal. At least you're conscious. Like, yeah. yeah, like, and I'd be chilling, and then I would go upstairs, and go to sleep. Yeah. But I would, they wouldn't come downstairs and find me passed out on the mm-hmm. couch. Throwing up and shit Fuck like, that You see that's another That's one reason
1: why I also don't drink right, too Right right You feel me
0: No exactly And then even when I did Start drinking Like once I turned 21 Cause I actually Well I actually waited Till I was 20 Till I started drinking I was actually responsible mm-hmm. I mean I used to sip Every now and then When I was a kid But like not, I didn't Start drinking like
1: Wait For fun now
0: Until I was like 20 and when I did, I was—I've always been responsible about it, you know. Like every Word. now and then, I will have a, a, a rough night where I come home all fucked up. But because it wasn't—it was such a, a rare occasion, it didn't bother them too much. It mm-hmm. was like—it wasn't like it was a regular thing. And even now, still, it's not like it's a regular thing, and that's why. And I help out around the house, and that's always what it's be- how it's been. It's like you just do your deed, exactly. Yeah. You and your so deed. you know, I'm chilling. Like they, she, my grandmother let me build a studio in my bedroom. And nice. I, get, I I work on my music. I have full access. That's why nowadays with my with newer music, you don't see me doing too many features anymore because I'm just recording everything on my own now. Word. You just yeah. Okay, I feel you. I'm just doing everything. dull. Like mm-hmm. now, if you see me do a feature, it's because I genuinely want to make music with somebody. I used to do features with certain niggas just so I could get studio time and shit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which I'll admit is a little bit like whatever, but like I mean, you know, we do what we gotta do. You right, know what I'm yeah, saying? When you're yeah. a, when you're a hungry artist and you're trying to make it, you do what you gotta do. How'd you get into music? Honestly, I've been into music since I came out the womb, to tell you the truth. Like, I ha- my parents have stories about me just banging my head on the couch, listening to the Beatles and mm-hmm. shit. I-, I wanted to start making music when I was like five or six. I seen I was back when that one annoying song, You're Beautiful by James Bond oh. came out. <laughs> Everyone thought it was annoying, but I loved it. Uh-huh. I loved it, and I saw, it, <laughs> saw him playing his guitar, and I was like, yo, that's what that's what I want to do. And um, I tried, I got a guitar once, and I was never able to get lessons, and I couldn't figure out how to play it. So, and then I got older, my voice dropped, Weird. and <laughs> then I, was, I wasn't able to sing anymore. So I was like, I kind of gave up for a little bit, but then I discovered rap. Uh huh. And I was like, "Oh shit! It don't matter that I don't, I can't sing, cause I could just learn how to make the words rhyme and shit." And you know, so then I started rapping for a while, and then that's how I started really getting into creating music. Like in the beginning, it was just kind of like a, a want. So when I was like maybe like 12, 13 is when I started writing raps, and I was always into like Kanye and Jay Z, Tupac, Eminem, Biggie, Wu Tang, Nas. Word. So. I just kind of like took what I knew from them, started putting it all together and boom, I was rapping. Then like in high school, Post Malone came out and I saw how he was blending the rap with like with, with yeah. like the country and like yeah. the folk and like rock and I was kind of like, "Damn, this is almost like what I wanted to do back in the day, only he's putting more he's got more country influence." And I was just kind of like, "Yo, I could do something like this." but with what I grew up on is since my parents you know grew up in the 90s I grew up on a lot of grunge music yeah. a lot of that alternative you know Nirvana so you, you know Gigi Allen? Nah, who's nah, Gigi Allen?
1: Nah, Gigi Allen's some um, a legendary grunge type of person which he was about to blow up but he he overdosed on a drug and this guy oh, he real? he'd beat your ass on stage. He he He's guaranteed naked for every show and uh there's for sure like he's gonna pee on you or shit on you i think or, i've heard the name yeah Gigi bro. Allen he, before, he's a but crazy guy bro well i'm gonna have Indies. to check
0: him out i think i've definitely heard the name but yeah nah i don't know but nah i grew up on like a lot of the classic shit like nirvana right okay you know pearl jam red hot chili peppers Soundgarden, fucking um stone temple pilots alice mm. and Chains. Like I grew up on a lot of that classic '90s shit, so that's why when you listen to my music now, you hear a lot of that influence. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of I'm trying to bring that sound back, really. You know, I feel like now is the perfect time too, because you see a lot of older sounds coming back. Word, the, yeah, yeah, that's one. You. Yeah, that's one that people haven't tapped into just yet. Like, uh-huh. like punk rock is having a comeback for sure, but the the grunge part of it is like it's kind of like being ignored. I'm noticing. What's a
1: What's an example of punk rock?
0: I mean, like. I'm thinking of more like post-grunge, like kind of like what MGK is doing right now. Okay, word. Like cuz I mean punk is is a very general term. There's a lot of different, you know, genres of punk. <clears throat> if we're talking just classic punk rock, I would definitely say like the Sex Pistols. Oh, okay, word. Sex Pistols is like that's like your classic punk right there. Uh-huh. Um You know who invented punk rock? No, I don't. Link Ray. Link Ray? Link Ray? Never heard of him. He's a legend, man. He actually invented the power chord. The power chord. If you know anything about guitar, the power chord is pretty much the the fucking. Without the power chord, you won't have grunge. You don't have metal. You don't have. So anything. what is it? Is
1: it is it a a step? Is that what it's called? Those things on the what you. Nah, step a on? power chord is 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 just a pedal? like.
0: A Nah, it's just a chord that you play on the guitar. Okay. But he was the first one to d- to discover the power chord and start using it in music. He was the first one to put distortion on the guitar back then. Everyone played the guitar with clean tone. Oh, but okay, he I fucking what you're saying. took a pencil and darkened, and, and, yeah, and I feel you, yeah, into yeah, his guitar amp to create that distortion sound that we all know and love today. That's literally like a staple in rock and roll music. He invented that.
1: Wow, and
0: they started calling it punk rock because people like him. And other people who were who were inspired by him would go and break their amps and crank them up all the way so they would sound distorted. And then the old people wouldn't like that shit. It yeah, would yeah. be too loud. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, you punks come in here and and play your amps way too loud and shit. And so that's literally where the word, where the term punk came from. Uh-huh. It was because the old people would get mad at the young kids coming in and playing their guitars trying to sound like Link Ray, playing them all loud and distorted like, Rang! and the old people hated it. Said it was never gonna go nowhere, but lo and behold, tch, generations later, it became a fucking a quick era. Honestly, <laughs> everybody loves it, like more than just the era. So to- I mean, y- y- that that sound is like every generation of rock and roll is built on that sound. Mm-hmm. Metal is built on that sound, and even you want to get into like w- like the ha- the eight oh eights and the distorted eight oh eights that you hear in in hip hop nowadays, the the really like you know. Heavy eight oh eights, a lot that the people's love for that sound, a lot of that came from punk rock. I mean Rizza from Wu Tang straight up said that he was inspired by punk rock when putting together the Wu Tang album. Like he would crank the volume up all the way to give it that distortion sound. That's why a lot of those early Wu Tang records have that raw, grimy sound. He was inspired by punk rock when putting that together. So you know that but people got to pay their respects to Link Ray, man, because he was he, he a
1: solo artist or was he in a band or something? He
0: was so he was like a solo artist, but like he had a band with. And him. Are, we, are we talking late eighties? No, what, dude? We're talking like fucking like forties, fifties, maybe forties, fifties, like yeah, like fifth, like late fifties, early sixties, maybe something like that. Really? Yeah, okay. I'm talking way back. Uh huh. I'm talking way back. You know? You seen the movie Pulp Fiction? Of course, yes. You know the scene where they're in the restaurant, and then that song starts playing, like, dun, dun, dun.
1: right before they rob the place.
0: No, 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 no. When when he's in the restaurant with with Mia Wallace, and they're just staring at oh each other. Oh my gosh, and then, and then the bro! Song starts playing like, Dude,
1: that's great. Listen, dun. listen. Two weeks ago. I was at uh, my girl's hotel, right? Cause uh, that blizzard, she had to work in the morning, so Word. they gave her a hotel just so she could a room in the hotel just so she you know she don't gotta take a Uber and shit. And it's like two thirty in the morning, and we're going to sleep. And I'm watching. It was Pulp Fiction, and it just started. And I'll be honest, uh, John Travolta and you know that girl. I love their story throughout the whole Wait. movie. That's my favorite story. You feel me? What they went through and just that little connection they had. Yeah. And, yo, I'm getting chills. That's crazy. When I, Yo, when they were there, and yes, I know that song. I hear it in my head. I don't know why I didn't take out my phone, but... That's cr- do you know the name of the song?
0: Yeah, that's "Rumble" by Link Ray.
1: Rumble, wow, Say no fucking. I was there. I was like, damn, I wonder what's the name of this song. And I think yeah, I, I it's think- got no lyrics. Uh huh. Okay, okay, He
0: that's the thing. Link Ray wasn't a singer. He was just a straight up guitarist. So his ma-
1: majority of his music is like that.
0: I don't. I you know. I honestly haven't heard a single Link Ray song that has any vocals or lyrics on it. Boy, there might be some out there, or maybe he got a singer to come and sing something. I if if so, I haven't tapped into it just yet, but. The songs that he's most known for, like "Rumble," "Jack the Ripper," like all those songs are just instrumentals. Jack the Ripper, Ripper? Yeah. Is he is this, is he a black or a white guy? He's a Native American, my friend. Wow, look at that, bro! Yeah. Thank you for teaching me something today, man. Look at that. Yeah, a lot of Native Americans don't begin the credits that for what we contributed to rock and roll, but we contributed a lot. Word. Nah, I feel you. I, you know, I feel like they give all the credits to, like, Chuck Berry and to, like, Muddy Waters gets a lot of credit. Muddy but A lot of people don't know that <laughs> one of Muddy Waters' right-hand men was Howlin' Wolf, uh-huh. who was also Native American. He was Choctaw. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody gives their credit to Muddy Waters, but nobody gives credit to Howlin' Wolf. Why yeah. is that? You know what I mean? That's
1: crazy. And I only know those people just because of that movie. Uh, I forgot what's in it. Oh, Cadillac Records. And it's Boy. based on just them. Muddy Waters, uh... Uh, little water, uh, and yeah, the Howlin' wolf. Yeah, that's crazy, y'all. Yeah, I wish I could grow up a, like around that time, man. You know, cause I, I'm into that type of music. I'll be honest, Wait. I don't listen to modern day music. Yeah, you me feel neither. Me? Radio music, I do not. There's listen to There's some good shit out there. But there, it's, there is. You there gotta look for it. I feel you. I feel you. Or if anything, I'm a mainstream type of person. You feel me? So I just like. Vote with Post Malone. I don't really. Well, not that I don't. It's just I don't look for. I don't look for him. I don't. You know. I don't listen to him. You know? What about Billie Eilish? I don't listen. I don't go out my way to go See, find See, I them.
0: think, because me personally, based on the music that I'm into, because I'm, I'm into like old-ass music, mm-hmm. you know, if I honestly think that they do a good job of making modern music but with an old soul. Like, those are two artists. I've seen them both live mm-hmm. at Governor's Ball. Nice. And what year? Last year. Last year? Okay. Yeah. I'm going word. again this year too, actually. Nice. okay, But okay. I had seen Paul Malone before that from the Hollywood's Bleeding tour. Okay, I saw him twice: once in New York and once in Philly.
1: Okay, you went out there to go see it? Yeah. Okay, well. I went with my girl at the time,
0: my ex now. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I went. I seen him twice, and yo, I'm, let me tell you, people like him, Billy Eilish, these people can sing. Uh huh. So, I, and, but they make, they use modern elements in their production. Yeah. But the way they write their songs, you could tell it's like they, they, they're old school with it. So uh-huh. that's what I like about it. It's like I feel like. I love modern production, but I miss soul. That's in the music. You know what I mean. I'm not yeah. talking about soul music, but I'm talking about like people make music with soul. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like instead of like, in-
1: instead of just with a beat, mm-hmm. you feel me? I feel you. I feel you.
0: I feel like the like if you listen to Post Malone, "Hollywood's Bleeding," like you'll find some songs on there that are just kind of like turn up music, like you know, for the radio. But then there's songs that are like really like you feel that shit. Like you feel the pain that he's going through. Like uh-huh. you know, like you listen to the intro and it's like you know what I mean, like. I definitely. Those are some artists that modern. Those are dope artists.
1: No, nah, I haven't gotten into modern. I would say I really love Kanye. I'll oh, give he's a my. That's I my, love Kanye.
0: That's my favorite you know, artist uh, of all time. You know, don't uh, get me started on Kanye, man. Yeah. That's literally, <laughs> my, any medium of art, not just music, like art, With period. Fashion and everything. Everything. His visuals. His album covers. His clothing. Everything, bro. Everything. Even though I can't afford none of his clothing. Work. I've never owned anything Yeezy. <laughs> nah, <No, laughs> yeah, me neither. I really <laughs> wanted those Red Octobers when they came. I still want them. <laughs> those shits are like fifteen hundred on eBay now. <laughs> Yo. Like, Yo, one day, man, if I become a millionaire, I'm I'm getting me a pair of Red Octobers. Word. Man. Okay, word. I still want those Red Octobers. Now, I'll be honest, I
1: don't like that type of style. I didn't. I didn't find them. I don't like them. I don't like Jordans. I didn't. I never got into Jordans. Oh, okay, see, I'm a Nike guy. Me? No, I'm a Nike guy too, but I'm a Nike. Skating type of guy, oh, so I like okay, the SB, okay, you feel me? Saying. I like the oh, Janowsky, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 I got you. I do like bulky shoes because I did like DC, you feel me? Yeah, but uh, now we're getting oh, back. yeah, I used to love DC, yeah, back oh when <laughs> <Yeah, back laughs> those were the shit did you? I bet you wore a uh, a, 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 a I think that's what they're called. Do you know what I'm talking about? No,
0: nah, what's that? It's like uh, it had like the
1: big tongue and it had like the O, it was like a
0: circle type of thing. Soria's? Mm, nah, I don't think nah, I have those. Maybe if you see a picture, you probably maybe know what it maybe is. yeah. Maybe I'd have to see. I'm not a I'm not a sneakerhead. For, so for people listening, I'm not no sneakerhead. Like I'm always wearing the same dusty Tims or fucking Vans or t- like I, I don't honestly like when it comes to shoe game, I've never been. I've never been the type of person like I've been. A, I, I remember I'll go to a certain friends' house and they'd have a whole wall of sneakers and I would just be like bro oh you know what you could have spent that money on word up, i'm bro. like you know like I, like I was like i never could you walk into my house you find like maybe five pairs of sneakers <laughs> yeah and my tims <laughs> yeah, no, really. I feel you. and i wore my tims more than i wore any of the sneakers so <laughs> even in the summertime sometimes sometimes depending on the style okay depending on the outfit
1: so do you remember generally do you remember your first uh performance you ever did
0: Honestly, the first time I ever jumped on a stage in front of people, uh, music, for music anyway. um, Because I did some acting too, but we're not going to get into that. (laughs) Really? Okay. We can get into that, but not just yet. (laughs) Not just yet. Later on in the interview. But um, basically, the first time I ever got on stage for music was freshman year high school talent show. Wow, I did a, a freestyle to um, and this is over there in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Oh, no, yeah. Okay, I did a freestyle to um, till I collapsed by Eminem. Really, okay, it was, it was whack. <laughs> but let me tell you, son, I went out there and I was spitting those whack bars like I meant it. Right. And so you even were passionate, was, yeah, even though it was whack, people were like fucking with it just because of the confidence like mm-hmm. that I had. Like, you know, I went out there and I was, you know, I was saying the words like it was whack. I mean, the bars were trash. But I was saying it like I meant it. Like I was up there like, yeah, you know, like you. I wasn't shy. I wasn't nervous. I mean, I was nervous, but I wasn't really showing it. You're just you know confident. I mean? like, You're just fully confident. I was, like the only thing that I was doing because I was nervous was I was just walking back and forth on the stage the whole performance. Like I, I didn't really stop. I just kept like walking back and forth, back and forth. But other than that, I didn't stutter. I didn't mumble. I, You know, I, I spoke every word clearly. Like so people like were really like. Like, y'all, like, oh, he means what he's saying right now. like Even though it's whack. And that's the thing is, like, when I first started rapping, I went through a little phase where I was being fake. I wasn't really meaning what I was saying. I was talking about guns and bullshit. But when I first started rapping, I was being 100% honest with what mm-hmm. I was r- rapping about. Every- <coughs> Everything that I said, I was rapping about, like, just being a kid in school, like, Word, you know, going yeah. going <coughs> going to the mall after school to buy some rap CDs, and you know <laughs> eating some McDonald's and shit. Like I would rap about shit like that. Like let me get a quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I would say shit like keeping it real. <clears throat> but then, but then I wanted to try to be, you know. I think a lot of people went through this phase. I was a kid, and I went, you know, I went through the little thug phase, the cloud rap phase, you know, and. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be so hard, and it was so corny. It really it was. Which is a phony type of person. You right? go on my dat piff, you find my mixtape that I made back when I was Claude Corleone. Claude Corleone. Cole- you hear what I am talk, talking about, man? There's some songs, man. Even if you could go on my SoundCloud, even you could find some of them.
1: Okay. <coughs> yeah, I might be hitting a little hard, man. When, when I when
0: I when I changed my name to Claude Davis, that was when um, that was when I said I'm just gonna be 100 percent authentic, like. The first album, I was still kind of, like, doing stupid shit, like, talking about money and shit. But then after that, I was like, nah, let's just be compl-. Then I started dealing with real-life real, real life shit. Started, like, thinking back to a lot of shit that I went through, a lot of tr- um traumas from my childhood that I went through, like, dealing with bullying and racism and shit. So it was
1: easier for you to start relating into the music then, Exactly.
0: Right? Like, my thing was, like, I started writing to cope with the pain. But initially, like, most people, what they would do is write, like, about their pain, right? Uh-huh. To cope with it, me, I was more trying to just rap about like I was trying to make be, make my music happy. You know what I mean? Like that's why I would rap about like yo playing PlayStation Three. You know, smoking on some weed, eating a double, you so- bur- know, <laughs> double burger with cheese. Like trying to make it like you know like fun. Uh-huh, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Because I didn't want it to be sad. I didn't want it. But then like I, as I started to get older and, and those just all those traumas that I had. From bullying, racism, and shit like that. Or just caught up to me. Then I had to start putting it in the music. Because then I felt it. Like I couldn't. I couldn't rap about stupid shit like, hey, do shorty, wanna hit my line?" Like, I couldn't say shit like that no more. To me, I just felt like it was corny, uh-huh. and that's not to disrespect anybody out there making music like that. I that's know just, people yeah, personally yeah, who make yeah. music, but I just uh, this isn't me no more. It's I not, can't, yeah. I can't do this. It's I just, just can't.
1: You found your actual style. Exactly. you found your, your 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 authentic style. Yeah. Look, I
0: know people older than me that still rap like that, and they doing their thing, and I'm not, I'm not mad at it. It's mm-hmm. just, I, I, for me, I felt like it's corny for me to come on and say this shit. Word, I feel you. I need you. to be more like. When I listen to my music, I want it to be authentic. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I want people to hear it and know it's authentic. All right, Okay. So, so what would you say your music is now? In what sense?
1: Uh, you could drop it in there. Uh, like. So, when I really first heard about you was uh, I think that project you did with Jose.
0: Which 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 song?
1: Uh, I don't know what song, but.
0: What kind of song was it? Like it was
1: like a a metal type of thing.
0: Okay, it was his song.
1: It was his song. Yeah, okay, bring the so rage, it was, right? Uh, I I guess so. I don't know, but I remember it was something like that, and I found it pretty cool because you know, like like the way yas sounded, it was it was nice, you know. It's like you like so you, what your vision would you say or what you want to do. The concept of mixing.
0: Rap with that grunge thing. That's something you, you're focusing on? Pretty much. A word, okay. I mean, I'll tell you this right now. Because like I've had some people tell me that it's very like unorthodox what I'm doing, right? But I say, you know what I think it is? I think I'm just the first person to come out with a New York or like a New Jersey swag to it. Because <clears throat> what about Red Hot Chili Peppers? What about Rage Against the Machine? What about Beastie Boys? They were the first to do it. Beastie Boys was like... Dude, Beastie Boys, that's like the 80s. Mm-hmm. That's like, You know what I'm saying? Like, going way back. What about Run DMC when they did Walk This Way with Aerosmith? You no, know what I'm saying? Yeah. What about when Jay-Z and Linkin Park did their shit together? You know what I'm saying? It's like, matter of fact, just Linkin Park on its own. Like, they were doing that shit. So it's like when people try to tell me that, I'm just like, I think I'm just the fir- What about Little Peep even? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I think I'm just the first person to do it with the New York swag. Uh-huh. and that's what it is that i blend a lot sometimes i'll blend like classic hip-hop like elements with that rock shit and that's something that people haven't really heard before i guess okay and well no
1: because that that is something i didn't hear but it it sounded it just it fit well you feel me it was like uh no, it was weird. cohesive it was it's nice. what i
0: grew up on it's what i grew up on. but like so for me for example like i grew up on you know red hot chili peppers that was one of my dad's favorite bands right and right now that's one of my favorite bands but listen to them a lot but I grew up on them, right? And Anthony Kytus, I feel like he never gets the respect he deserves as a rapper. Like, if you listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers, like not all their songs, but they have a lot of songs, like like all around the world. Yo, he's straight spitting bars on that song. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way they came out, they got a lot of songs, too. You get into their discography, like, they got a lot of songs where Anthony Kytus is straight spitting. Nobody ever really mentions that, though. And right. so, and they were huge. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, come on, everybody knows Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: You're gonna see them this year. Where at? With the Strokes.
0: What 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 festival is that?
1: This is uh, they're having their own concert at MetLife in August. In August. Or I think Mad. No, I think it is MetLife, oh. or Madison Square Garden. But it's yeah. those two. Are you into the Strokes?
0: I don't think I've really listened to The Strokes. Oh uh, man, that might be sh- one of those bands that like I know the music, but I, I'd have to hear it. Lord, I
1: feel sh- the The Strokes is one that I can name every song. You feel me? Oh, and same thing with the Beatles. I was I was I wanted to say that I oh, yeah, uh, s- since I love like old school Beatles is to this day I, I I at least listen to one song a day of them. You feel me? I love them. I love the the classic rocks. You know, you The Rolling to the Stones. Doors? The door. I. I like I said I like mainstream things so I I know they're mainstream stuff but sometimes I would be downloading just random albums and when I'm like just listening to music like the random songs would come up so it'd be new music that I am hearing you feel me
0: What songs do you know from the Doors from the
1: their mainstream stuff Let me see one that I did got I I listened to it recently and that's because of my job it was uh. Uh, love her madly. Oh, that's a good one. That's oh man, I heard it and yo, I, I at a point I was listening to it every day. That was that's a really good song. You feel me? You gotta listen to you. You trip? I don't trip often. I have, I have, but you I trip don't trip hard? often. oh uh, no, you I'm a microdose type of guy. Oh, okay, okay. But you know, well, I get yeah, worried. Yeah,
0: nah, nah. Do it. Do whatever works for you. But <laughs> next time, next time you trip you gotta listen to the doors the first their first three albums. Mm-hmm. The first one is is The Doors self-titled, then it's um Strange Days and then um Waiting for the Sun. Waiting Yo, for the Sun? Waiting for the Sun. Okay. Those three albums, bro, are like some of the best bodies of work ever, bro. Jim Morrison like they're ma- they they had their mainstream shit like Light My Fire and shit like uh-huh, that. Oh yeah. But you got to you when you get into like the deep cuts like The End or like When the Music's Over. You know what I'm saying? Not to touch the earth, like uh-huh. you know those songs. No, I don't. Oh I don't. yeah, now you gotta honest, get into the doors, man. I'm telling you. I don't. Like their radio shit is cool, like, and even with "Light My Fire," like have you heard the full version of it? Like the full seven minute version of what? "Light My Fire." Oh uh, I have. I have. Okay. Okay. Because it's, it's mostly just instrumental, yeah, honestly. Yeah, but yo, if you listen to that shit while tripping, it goes. Yeah, I could
1: imagine it goes hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I I love that shit sober, but when you listen to that shit tripping, it's like entering a whole new realm. And their first 3 albums is all songs like that. Like you mm-hmm. could listen to their first 3 albums back to back while tripping and that shit will just it'll take you to another world.
1: I feel like that way. I feel, you know, generally like that with the, the Beatles, honestly. Where the, I the mean the Beatles, Beatles got a lot
0: of shit too. Amazing, but the thing bro. thing for me about the Doors was like with the Beatles, the difference between the Doors and the Beatles is like the Beatles you had 3 you know, well, four artists. I always say three because Ringo. I I was never impressed with him as a songwriter. Really, really, honestly, like for me, it's always been John Lennon. He's always been my man. But I, I like lo- George, honestly. Oh, I okay, like George. okay. I like George. That's and I and I fuck with George too. But for <laughs> me, Paul and John are the Beatles, right? right I like and that, yeah, and I, and George got some <laughs> great songs too. But to me, all of the Ringo songs that I like were written by Paul or John or George.
1: Okay, yeah. So
0: all the songs that he wrote, to me, were just never. But anyway, my point is that you had four heads that were all writing and were all writing songs. They were all singing and playing different instruments and shit. Whereas with The Doors, you had a drummer who was always just a drummer. Then you had the guitarist. He did some writing, but he was the, the guitarist. You had Ray Manzarek on the keyboard, did a little bit of writing, but mainly just on the keyboard. Then Jim Morrison, he didn't play no instruments. He was a poet and a singer. Or so they kept their positions. Word. I get what you're and, saying. And, yeah. and the thing is, is like with a song like like My Fire, that's a song that like the guitarist wrote, right? And that's okay. why it's got like that poppy sound. But when you get into like the <laughs> deep cuts that are like, what he, when you he's saying some crazy shit in the lyrics, it's the shit that he would write. Like when you listen to the end, that song is eleven minutes long, eleven minutes long, and the song's about dying. Really, okay The song is about death But it's not It's Yo, it's one of the most Beautiful songs ever Uh It's like This is the end Okay, yeah Beautiful friend Okay, yeah Uh Uh-huh This is the end My only friend The end Yo, 11 minutes You listen Yo he, he he, He was He was on some other shit Jim Morrison Like honestly I feel like there was Nobody else like him You think the government Killed him? I don't think so. Cause
1: he, uh, there is a conspiracy like that.
0: Yeah, there is. I definitely think that the government covered up what happened. What happened? What really I, happened? to I don't him? know that. Um, I don't know that they killed him. Uh-huh. Jim Morrison definitely struggled with alcoholism, you know. And if you look at him, how he looked when he was in the end, he he didn't look like he was twenty-seven. He looked like he was forty.
1: Word, yeah. So it's yeah. very
0: possible that he just drank himself to death. You know, they found him dead in a bathtub. He probably drowned. You know, Whitney Houston style, like. <laughs> You never know that's You know crazy, what I'm saying No bro. disrespect to Whitney No by yeah the way, yeah You know what I'm saying Jersey legend right there But But nah I'm, But that's real, real shit though That's probably what happened I honestly <laughs> think that When you look at that Like That was a time You know where A lot of people were getting Were doing all these drugs Like and Doing And they didn't really Know what they were doing Because they didn't have the information That we have now They didn't Word. have the internet They didn't have you know what I'm saying? You just go to the park, some random fucking hippie walks up to you with a handful of acid, you take like three of them shits. They were basically...
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were they were basically our test dummies. Pretty much. We can now look back and be like,
0: oh, look what happens when exactly. you do this. Exactly. Exactly. And right? it's like, that's why nowadays people can do psychedelics and shit and be smart about it. Mm-hmm. You know? like right. Me... Me personally, like when it comes to shrooms, I'm very selective about where I get my shrooms from.
1: So let me ask you this: You're really into psychedelics?
0: I'm very into psychedelics. Word,
1: yo! Just know the first time I ever got into psychedelics was it was ninth grade. Mister fucking Padera, Dude. and uh, it was he was my English teacher, and I'm talking about he was he's honestly one of my favorite people. This guy is a, is an amazing person. Yeah, he was such a different type of teacher. That I've never had. Like, he was so open about his past. And talking about him taking acid and all that. You feel me? And this was around the time where I just started smoking weed. So, I'm hearing about acid and all this shit. You feel me? And I'm so, so amazed by it. And I do so much research. I'm so into it. And I'm not taking it, you know. I'm just doing research. And, you know, I finally took it. And, bro, that was a crazy trip. I did a back-to-back hit without knowing what a back-to-back hit is. You feel me? I was with nine fucking people in a house. All all of us taking it for the first time. And fucking, it just, it went bananas, bro. And we had to leave and fucking. Want me to help you with that? Yeah, please.
0: Let me see what I got. I appreciate you, bro.
1: Yeah, man, that's a crazy thing. But no, I I've tripped after that. Honestly, I've uh, I prefer shrooms. Honestly, Boy,
0: I was actually gonna say to to people who've never experimented with psychedelics, I would never recommend acid for the first time. I would recommend shrooms first. Okay. No, my first, yeah,
1: that, that, that back-to-back hit. I remember I was there because I went half with someone, so we went half on the tab, and my boy, he went half. But he, he bought his own tab, but he just took half. Where You feel me? So we're there, and time's already going by. It's probably been 45 minutes, and I'm not feeling... Are more... these gel tabs or paper tabs? No, this is paper tabs. Okay, okay. And this is back in... Because 2000...
0: gel tabs fuck you up.
1: This is back in <laughs> 2015, and there was, around that time, there was a, a guy who was known for selling acid, and he sold <laughs> these what they were called, (laughs) white wall tabs. And they were (laughs) big, white walls. You feel me? And this was, they were like, everyone loved them. This was like the acid. You feel me? So uh, everybody's feeling it and shit. And fucking, you know, I'm not feeling nothing. And my boy, at the same time, he's there. He's like, yo, you could take my other half because I don't want it. So I already took it. So that's my back-to-back hit. And, yo, I'm talking about five minutes later, that's when it hit me. You feel me? So I was like, damn. And then. Just to think about that us, that other type, the other, the second dose just is sinking in as the first one's already hitting me. Like, yo, that that trip was so and I didn't know what intensity, I didn't know what confusion was until like I had that day. You feel me? But I was there. You feel me? Word. I was I was aware. It was me. It was me, my boy, and my other boy. Yeah, one of them lost it. He lost his mind. Word. He was aware. He knew his name. He knew where he lived. But his actions was just, bro. You're not. That's not you. You feel me? You're moving. You. you it was crazy. My other boy, he was with me, but he felt it was just too intense. Yeah. You feel me? And then, uh, nah, yeah.
0: Man, acid is, you like I, that's why I said I would never recommend acid for the first, for your first timer because it's like, you can you can easily go overboard with the acid. You know what I mean? And acid is something that you, wanna, you don't want to do too much of because you do too much of that shit, you can't. Like me personally, I'm actually taking a break from acid. Like I feel like I've I've only been doing acid for 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 the past couple of times that I've tripped and shit. And it's like I feel like the past couple of trips that I had, just like I wasn't feeling them uh-huh. too much. Like I was just you had like, bad trips. I mean, it's not even necessarily that they were bad trips. Just bad just moments. Like, not even bad moments. It's just like the way, I, like I, like a physical feeling, like a head, a head type of headache type shit. You know what I mean? Word, like Okay. And it was always like in the same spot in my head. I'm just uh-huh. like, and it's every time I do the acid. And then I had now I have moments where like I'm walking, like I feel like I could taste the acid and shit mm. in my mouth and shit. And then I start feel like I'm tripping again. I'm just like, yeah, now nah, I need to take a break That's from this fucking, shit. No, I feel like, you. Wow, okay. I, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? A little. And like, what's what's great about it is that it doesn't hit you all at once. I remember we all took shrooms, me and my parents, and. I remember, like, my mom at first was like, yo, I think these were like fake or whatever because I'm not feeling nothing." And I was like, "Nah, nah, nah, I feel a little something. You know, I'm feeling I feel nice." And she's like, "Yeah, I feel nice too, but I, I honestly don't think that. I think that these were these are weak or whatever." Yo, like an hour, maybe two hours later, <sighs> I have become comfortably numb. <laughs> Yo, you know what's so funny though is that my dad actually played that song. Yeah, I was tripping so hard, I seen a tree grow right in the middle of my kitchen. That's incredible. Bro. It was, yo, it was like it was crazy. And right? how was your mom fucking acting? Yo, we were all enjoying that shit. Okay, crazy. So that they've shit? had
1: experience of tripping too, already? They had before that. Okay, they had <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. They had dude. fucked with. I don't know.
0: Um, that, I, my, my mom told me that, um. It's uh
1: in my it should be in my jacket in my room. Yeah,
0: mom. My, my mom had um fucked with shrooms once, but she said she she didn't take enough, so she didn't feel anything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My dad I think had fucked with like a bunch of shit prior, but I know they had both fucked with acid before. Um, so yeah, but this was my first time tripping ever. And yeah And so yo I remember walking outside And like Out where I lived In North Carolina It was pretty It was like you know A little more rural Than it is out here So you see like more trees And like more More nature and shit uh-huh. Out there right So I was walking outside And I remember, I'll never forget I was barefoot I was shirtless It was in the middle of the summer So I'm out there Walking around Hugging trees Is this broad daylight? Shit. Nah at night Oh, at Everybody night, sleep okay, Everybody okay, sleep okay. It's like it's like Maybe like 3 in the morning even yeah, I remember just looking up In the sky And I just saw mad stars, like yo. It was just crazy. I remember feeling like everything was alive. Everything was had a conscious and everything had had energy, and everything that was natural, everything that came from nature. And I was like, man, this is a beautiful feeling. Word. The shrooms themselves come from nature, so Word. Yo, this, yeah, that's why I love shrooms. Cause You're getting just, a little like, piece of the action. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. One
1: thing that I I I, I honestly love microdosing the fact that it's like i could handle trips you feel me i could handle them but sometimes it just be getting intense you know and like but that's just all in my head you know like last time i ever tripped i was uh i microdosed and i had this acid tab half of it yeah for two years sitting in my drawer it's not there mm-hmm. Okay. real quick hold up So this was uh before COVID, a month before COVID. Uh, it was me and maybe like five of five of us. I took this acid tab that it was sitting in my in my drawer, and I was like, "Fuck it, let me do it." We were going to the MoMA. You feel me in New York, and this is around February. So yeah, it's around this time. So it's pretty chilly out there. And we go, and right when we go in, there was this, there was a situation, so we couldn't go in, so we decided to go to uh, fucking Barnes & Noble's. Well, go to Shake Shack, and then go to Barnes & Noble's, which is right next door and right. in, in the city. And we went, and <laughs> I, we ate, and we went to Barnes and & Noble's, and now I found this, uh, it was a Nike book, and it was like a book that had all of the SBs, you feel right. me? So I'm looking through them, and that's when I started feeling like the trip a little bit. But that was my last time I ever tripped. But my full full dose of ever tripped was probably in the summertime of 2017, honestly, or 16, that I actually tripped. Did I? I don't know. It doesn't. Nah. It'll come to me, but tripping something else, bro.
0: Nah, we're, honestly, I'll tell you what, man. The, the first time I ever tripped, I felt like I was like. The best way I could describe it is like I felt like I was born again, like it was like like yeah, I, an ego felt, death hell, yeah, okay, I've had multiple ego deaths, <laughs> and i the first time it was like I felt like I was born again, like it was like like it was like it was my first day on the earth, but yeah. I still had all the knowledge that I already had, you know, so it wasn't like I was, I went, I resorted I resorted back to my fucking baby stage and I was like, Google, Gaga. Yeah, word, I figured. But like, so like I had all my knowledge, but this it's just, this, this, it's, hard, it's so hard to describe, honestly. I think the best it's way just, to
1: describe it is like, it's like layers. You feel me? So like, I get, to me, yeah. that's the way I could best describe it. It's just, it's a layer you're peeling down yeah. You're getting smaller
0: you feel me like it i feel
1: i get what you're saying i get it's, what you're saying it, to me
0: it felt like i had just been born though like this is my first time cuz I, I remember just kept having this feeling like wow i get to live this life you were just you amazed, know? Like, yeah I, this is i get to live like i get to breathe this air and, <laughs> Yo, that's eat, eat. and i remember i had a, i had a green apple and shit and i remember i would like eat the apple and i was like oh like yo, when you eat food, natural food like that, like I, I puked my guts one time because I took I ate Chick Fil A before I took some shrooms, uh-huh. and yeah, I remember like I still had like half a sandwich left from the Chick Fil A, and I went to go eat it because I was hungry and it was still tripping, right? But every every time I is look at nighttime, it nighttime? If you remember, yeah. okay, it was night, and every time I'd go look at the Chick Fil A, I'd be like, oh man, like my stomach would like nah. But then I went and started eating an apple, and like. I felt great, like, More. and so it's like whenever you, whenever you're tripping, and you eat natural food. It's like you feel great, and for me, it's not even like I'm not even vegan. Like I can still eat like meat while mm. tripping, but like it has to be nice meat, not that McDonald's shit. You know? Like I don't, I don't eat any fast food or corporate food anymore. Yeah, me neither. Honestly, I really don't. I'll be honest, I crave them. I miss White Castle I miss Taco Bell I'll be honest bro It's it's been like Maybe a year and a half Since I've last had Some like McDonald's And some shit like that I don't miss it bro You know what it is? If I want a burger, you know how many nice spots we got around here where you can get a good burger? A good burger. You know, you want pizza, you know burger. how many nice pizza spots we got around here. Instead so of going to
1: fucking Domino's, right? Yeah, oh I my fuck gosh. Domino's,
0: man. Fuck that shit, man. I go to Palermo's over on 76 and Broadway, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an Uptown Uptown, Yeah, baby. yeah, yeah, man. Okay. I grew up Uptown, man. It's only recently that I started really fucking around downtown, ever since I met Sway, really. And that's how you met everybody? Pretty much, okay, yeah. Word. Everybody that you be seeing me with now, yeah, it was with Sway, man. And it's crazy because I had a, like a little little crew um, back when we was uptown called 201. Okay. I know regular typical shit, but yeah, it was 201, and we had. <clears throat> but we all, had, you know, I had I had a falling out with pretty much everybody mm-hmm. in that crew because it turned out that they were they weren't being they weren't being real. You know what I'm saying? Music I made with them is still out. You can still find it, but honestly, I I move past that. Right when that all of that was happening, I had just started chilling with Sway, and I had just started getting... So I, I kind of like, you know. How'd you meet Sway? I literally met him at a party. Word. I was just at a party. My boy Bambi, it was his birthday, his 19th birthday, and I was there. Bambi was the only dude I knew at first, so I went. I didn't really know anybody there, and then Sway pulled up, and I knew his music, uh-huh. and I, I I recognized him because I seen the blue hair and the face tats and shit. I was like, oh, shit, that's Sway loco, And so I went and hit him up, started talking, and said, yo, let's work on some shit, and... Literally, the next day, we linked up and made, like, three songs together and shit. all right, And one of those songs went on my second album, 76th Street. Okay. So, yeah, and ever since then, we've just been, you know what I'm saying? We've just been moving.
1: Nice. All right. Getting shit done. And so, have you met Snacks before? I might have. He was the big guy that was uh in the Halloween party. He was okay, performing. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm always bad with names. Like, I remember faces, but I'm always bad at okay, Word. By names. There's so there's a couple
1: people that you you still gotta meet in, in the rap uh little industry here you feel me Word. but uh yeah you know but talking about the halloween yeah i remember when you pulled up you were the first question the first person to pull up and i remember like i was thinking about like damn you know like i don't know him we don't know him mm-hmm. and he, he you came by yourself you feel me and like uh, I think you I think we said you were going to be the first person to perform or I think we were going to perform at a certain time. And we got so late with it. And, you know, I'll be honest, I was there and I was looking at you. I was like, damn, bro, we're like wasting his time because you were just mm-hmm. sitting there. You feel me? And I was like, damn, bro. Like and then the performance happened and all that. But word. good shit on that, too. Nah, you know, worried. good shit on that, too. Nah, thank you for having me. Word up, word up. <laughs> Uh, we're throwing a, a block party. We do this every year. It was gonna be our Word. second year. Uh, we're throwing a block party, and maybe you know, cause it's like three of us, so we gotta like all agree to something. Uh, we have thrown your name up there. You know word, to perform, yeah. but word,
0: you you mentioned that at the at the Halloween party. Word, yeah, you yeah, okay. yeah, I had mentioned that to me. Okay,
1: word. Well, if if so, hopefully it was probably snacks. You know, maybe because he's the one that does the music, so he like word. he's more in touch with. I that, think with it them. might have been him. Yeah, it you was either
0: him or one of the girls. Oh, word, Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you.
1: Yeah, probably, probably, but nah, yeah. word up, that'd be that'd be pretty cool, you know. Nah, I'm down, yo. Or it's always right. We down. we plan to have. I it went
0: over. to it last year. I was there for real. Yeah, when NJ performed it with with Cosmic, I was wow. There. Yeah, because I'm, know I'm that, cool because I'm cool with them. Uh-huh. And I, mean, I, got, I got I got music with Cosmic. Okay. On my on my last album, Diary of a Lost Soul. There's a song I got a verse from Cosmic on on that shit. Yeah, I've been mean, so. Yeah, nah, I pulled up to show them love and. Nah, yeah, I love that energy. I'll definitely be down to be a part of that.
1: Word, wow, that's so dope. You were there, yeah.
0: Nah, and I got plenty of music that's like family friendly too. Like I could, mm-hmm. like I could hold off on my on my like explicit music. Like Word, like and you know that's I the have w- a lot of newer music that's like. <sighs> no cursing straight nah, like I feel you, yeah. you know what i'm saying kids viejitos yeah. can listen to it you know the abuelas can listen to that <laughs> shit you know <laughs> with no problem where exactly. that's one that's
1: one thing that we like we we talk about and it's like mainly because we like yo how about this person or that person like yeah but listen to their music you know and we always like we we obviously tell them like yo because it's a block party just try to cool it down a little bit you know do your own music but just keep it you know not i guess explicit word. right no, so yeah, no, that's pretty fucking dope. That good shit, like that's a good idea to do, you know. Yeah, no. I feel I like people get blinded by that. Like you gotta make your little radio music too. Word. While you besides your real
0: exactly. good stuff? You feel me? I feel like everybody should have at least five songs with no cursing. And the thing is, you don't have to be corny about it. Like me, I do my sing songy thing. So yeah, I might have my little sound, but you can make a rap song without cursing. You know how many? You know, like Kanye got so many verses that are fire. That he's not cursing.
1: His whole album, he didn't curse.
0: Uh I think the it was Jesus is King the album. Yeah, and I mean that <laughs> album was definitely kind of like, eh. Yeah, I didn't. I but only a couple of there songs. There was some on good. There was some fire song. But even before that album, he had already like, if you listen to his entire verse on New God Flow, okay. well, that man does not drop one curse. The entire verse, uh-huh. and that is one of the hardest verses that he's ever spit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about being creative. Like, there's so many words in the English language. You don't gotta use the explicit ones. You know what I mean? Word, like, yeah. Big, just like I said, every artist should have at least five songs, no cursing, mm-hmm. so that they could have something that for everybody. Because you know what
1: I'm saying. You're in a barbecue, you just throw exactly, that up You know, when you, know you got I'm children saying? there, you're showing your family member. Look, I got music. You know, the other ones a little harder, but you know this is something. And then if
0: you're and if you're gonna make music, like like say you wanna make music kind of like Two Life Crew and shit, and you wanna get like on your nasty shit then maybe you shouldn't be trying to do block parties where there's going to be family. You know, <laughs> Word, to try yeah. to look for more like the club scenes and shit like that. Like shit where, you know what I'm saying, where that be because you don't pull up to a block party where it's going to, like, I remember I had a, I used to chill with this dude. I'm not going to name drop because I don't like to give people free clout. Mm-hmm. But the, he, he pulled me to do a show with him, do the song we had. Bro, the song was called Bust It Down. It was like, baby girl, bust it down, drop that ass to the ground. This man brings me to a, a place to perform that shit with him, and it's a club. That it's like, it's it's, it's it's all fucking like older people like in their 40s in with their kids. In Jersey City, yeah. Older people in, with, like in their 40s and they're there with their kids, or they're there with their parents, you know, so you got like grandparents there. And I'm like, bro, I see nine-year-old kids here. You want me to get up on stage and say, drop that ass to the ground, drop that pussy all around? <laughs> Like, bro, you are out your fucking mind right now. Did you not do any research before you booked this venue? Luckily, I had some music that was clean that I could perform. Word, you but see I didn't you. even go up on stage with him. I let him go up on stage, and literally the MC called him out for saying some nasty shit on stage. Wow, because he said something about that that these pussy like is bumping or some shit, and and. and Dude, the man said, "Yo, don't be coming up on my stage talking about lady parts." And I was like, "Yo, I remember I was just laughing. Like, yo, this dude is a clown. <laughs> yeah. like, why would you embarrass yourself like that? <laughs> no, right. Like, I was like, man, that that was that was hard to watch." Not a good stuff for, you, <laughs> for 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 your music for <laughs> no your little, your backup. You feel me? Nah, word. I had I did I just did one song because I was like, fuck it. I have one song that's not so bad. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because it's not even like, it's not even like they had a problem with cursing per se. Because his boy had went up there, and he killed it. And he cursed, you know, he he cursed a little bit, but he wasn't up there talking about yo, yo, your, your pussy, and he wasn't getting nasty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that that's what I'm saying. Like this kid gets up there, and he's talking about pussy in front of nine year old girls. Like that don't look right, bro. Word. That don't look right, like. <laughs> You need you need to do more research before you book a venue. You can't just go like, especially if you're gonna make a certain type of music. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's why I'm diverse so much because I want to be able to go any venue and not have a problem. And it makes sense to
1: do it like that. It makes sense.
0: Nah, of course you can't go into a venue like that talking that type of shit. Like that's embarrassing. You got any Spanish music? I got a couple of songs. I have my favorite, my favorite Spanish song. In fact, I performed a Spanish song at the Halloween. It's my song En La Calle. Yeah? It's for okay. my Cubans out there. I'll be on,
1: <laughs> I wasn't throwing throughout the whole performance. I wasn't around, honestly. Oh, yeah. I, I was just moving around. Yeah, but, I have uh,
0: um, out right now. I actually have two Spanish songs, and then I have one th- song. that It's not my song, but I am on it. So... I have En La Calle, which is a single. It's um, I made it during the whole S.O.S. Cuba movement, because I'm part Cuban, so mm-hmm. I did that for my Cubans. And then I got another song called Amor y Dolor, just a little breakup song about my ex, but it's in Spanish. And it's on my last album. And then I have a song, Sway has a song called La Noche Conmigo on SoundCloud. <laughs> and it doesn't say my name on there, but I am the one singing a hook on that shit. That's me on the hook. Right, so okay. if you go listen to that song, you can hear me singing in Spanish on there. Uh-huh. So yeah, those those three songs. That's about it. But I am trying to work on some more Spanish. I want to tap into some some reggaeton. I want to try to write some grunge songs in Spanish. Try to do some different shit. You know what I mean? All right. But um, yeah, I'm tr- I'm definitely gonna. I'm working on some more Spanish grunge shit. in
1: Spanish. Wow, look at that, right? Yeah, that's some
0: um, that's creative. I could say. Yeah, I'm trying to do basically. It's just a matter because like when I first heard like Bad Bunny. And that type of music, I was like, oh, so you can do any type of music in Spanish? Mm-hmm. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, at the, t- it's funny because like I never, I never thought about that until I heard it. I was like, oh, so you really can do anything in Spanish? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I met some dudes out here that would like rap over like old school hip hop beats, but in Spanish and shit. And I was like, oh yeah, nah, you can do any type of music in Spanish. And so I'm like, let me, let me really put that, let me really test that out. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna start doing some genres in Spanish that other people haven't thought of. You know what I'm saying? You have any siblings? Yeah, I got a little sister.
1: Word, okay. She's with she's over there?
0: She's she's out here in North Carolina. Me and my mom, with her with my mom. They moved out here after my grandfather passed away. Oh, word, but okay. But they're getting ready to go back to North Carolina though. My sister's not really feeling it out here. She's not from out here like I am. She was mm. born in North Carolina. How old so. is she? I, she's uh fourteen. Word, okay. Word. Yeah, no. Nah, Does so. she do any creative things? Yeah, she's really into makeup. Oh, okay. And like drawing. Uh huh. She's really good at it too. Like really good. Like, yeah. Nah. She's she's very talented.
1: Nah, it's pretty dope. Honestly, word. She's
0: tr- she's tried to dabble in music, but it's it's not really her thing. <laughs> yeah, word. Well, yeah. you never know. She could probably develop it. Yeah, you know, I mean later on she, in life. Or she so. wrote she wrote a song one time and she sang it for me. I was like, this is good. I could make. Th- I told her I could make this into a full song, but she was too shy to sing it, so we uh-huh. never did anything with it. But uh, you know, she's. That's her problem. Is that she's shy. So for her, I think she's really just gonna be one of those behind the scenes type of creatives. You know mm, what I mean? Word. I definitely see her going in a, having a career and being a makeup artist because she's mad good at it. Word. Okay. I honestly want to jump into fucking f- uh, film and cinema. Oh yeah.
1: Like I, since I was a kid, that's my dream. I wanted to be an actor, but now that I think about it, I don't think I could be an actor. So I, you know, I'm working behind it though. Like that's amazing. Let me ask you this a random question. Just because you brought it up earlier, I'm not gonna say what you brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. What do they call a quarter pounder in France? A Royale with cheese. A Royale with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> good shit on that. <laughs> yo. Good shit. Okay,
0: I didn't think you, <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna know. Good shit. Good shit. Is that one of your your favorite movies or something? I would say it's always <laughs> hard for me. It's funny because my dad will give you the same answer. I can never decide what's my favorite movie of all time: Scarface or Pulp Fiction? Scar- only those two? I mean, there's other movies that I love, but th- as far as my, my f- all-time f- number one, uh-huh, it's Scar- always it's a tie between <laughs> those two.
1: Word, okay, those are some legendary it's a tie between great those movies. Th- my bro. dad will
0: give you the same answer. It's it's a tie between those two. It's it's hard <laughs> to pick, man. Those are, it's like it's it's hard to pick. It's, it really is. Man.
1: Did you ever get into like uh, the like the mob movies oh, or yeah, of did course. you ever get into The Sopranos? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, right. Well, you
0: know, my dad's childhood friend is in that show. For real? You you remember that one episode where they get the warrant and they're raiding Tony's house? Okay. And then that one Italian cop drops the plate. Yeah. And then Tony says, like, go stick it up your ass or yeah, something like yeah. that in Italian. Uh-huh. So that cop that dropped the plate, that's, uh, <laughs> I think his name is Frank Pondo. <laughs> yeah, that's my dad's childhood friend. Like, they're, they're basically cousins. <laughs> wow, bro, that's so Yeah, dumb, my isn't? dad, my uncle, my grandmother, they all know him, so, like. Every now and then the the like my uncle had this one story where like and this was like when, when I was in high school too they were like him and my grandmother had went to go see a movie just some some movie and they saw him in the movie and they were like oh shit look who it is like they knew him from way back then and now he he's like a low key actor he be Weird. doing little shit like that no nah, that's so dope bro so yeah he had a speaking role he was in a few episodes uh-huh so yeah no nah, i got Oh, that's amazing. I got amazing. Some, I got, I got a little little <laughs> tired of <to> that show.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so dope. I know the exact scene you're talking about too. You know, wow.
0: That's a classic scene right there. It is. He drops it is. the plate and yeah. shit, and then he comes in like, like, cause Tony knew that he dropped the plate yeah. to fuck uh-huh. with him. You know, like. yeah, that's a classic scene. It was right a there. real psychological scene right there. Word. Yeah. yeah, and he he was like, they had the Italian, the one Italian cop <laughs> came in and dropped the plate like. That, they were they were using fucking psychological warfare on that nigga, yo. Like, <laughs> oh, word, bro. That's amazing. I, mean, I honestly it. love that show. That's yo, Tony Soprano, man. Rest <laughs> in peace, James Gandolfini. Rest man. in peace, yo. You know, did we you were, see the many saints of Newark? Of course, I did. What did bro. you think of it, bro? A lot of people didn't like it, honestly. What
1: was your opinion? My opinion is, I found it very dope. It was dope. It was good. You feel me? Word. Just the fact that I at least got to see the an idea of what happened back then. It wasn't exactly what I was expecting with the Word. story. You feel me? I thought they were gonna talk about his dad more. You feel me? But yeah. they basically his dad role model would have been it well technically is Dicky. Word. You feel me? And
0: Word. It like word, word. It was it Would was you think good. would you think of Michael Gandolfini as playing as, his dad?
1: I feel like they made him too soft. But that was the point. That well, was I feel you, that's look, the point like, cuz a child so look, is innocent. Let, let me you tell you me? like so. this is
0: this is how I looked at it. So first of all I thought that Michael as Tony like was perfect. Like people were saying that's what people keep saying. I'm like, "Yo, what did you expect a 17-year-old kid to be a hard fucking, like, come on, man. That's what no, years. No, gotta,
1: you got to start off. Like, he did, did
0: it perfectly, man. He was, like, to me, it was like, yo, this is exactly how I imagined Tony Soprano as a teenager. He was an awkward little teenager. Yeah. But let me tell you my opinion for the movie as a whole. I think it was great, right? Great movie. I watched it multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Because I got HBO Max, so I saw it in the theaters. Cause I wanted to get that experience. Me too. Me too. And, but then I, I watched. I watched it again the next day on HBO Max and shit, mm-hmm. so I could catch the shit that I missed. But yo, I'll tell you, this is what. I, so what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be a Tony story, Word. right? Okay. So that was. I even heard that David Chase was pissed because the first trailer they showed too much Tony and gave off that impression to a lot of people. I wasn't the only one. And that's why a lot of people don't like the movie because it barely shows Tony. He's Uh just kind of like a side character. But this is my theory. I think they were testing the waters with Michael Gandolfini to see how he would do. (laughs) And now they're going to see how people react solely to his performance. Because there's people who are saying they don't like the movie but they love his performance, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. So I think that they, and, and I heard that David Chase already signed off to do another project with HBO that's Sopranos related. Uh-huh. So you know what that tells me? That's We're going to get another movie that's going to be focused on Tony Soprano. You think so, and bro? I think it's going to take off right after Dickie died. Uh-huh. I think it's gonna take off right after that. Like he's now it's gonna get into how he got into the mob. It's gonna show the where he stuck up the card game and shit. Okay, you know what I mean? Like I, I stuck really up think, the
1: car- wow, yo, you got some good yeah, detail in well, mind. I'm telling man. you, I think that they're gonna good get. Stuff.
0: I think that it's gonna get deep into that shit. Cause look, I watched that movie, and everybody that played an older character from the show. Nailed it Except for Silvio I feel like Silvio Silvio, yo, I feel I felt you. like he was corny they, they, they I felt made like it, he overdid it Yeah they like, did he was like an <laughs> SNL character Or was no? Like but, SNL parody No but
1: I like I like his I They did overdo it You know he
0: did walk too much Where you know, he like did that. The the, the, the accent was just too much uh,
1: His lip was a little too much But I'm not sure
0: I follow Like it was, <laughs> it was just too much for me man Like I thought it was cool But now nah, I thought everybody else thought Like Paulie killed it Yeah Paulie, Paulie was Paulie. nice Yeah Paulie was great Uncle Junior it was fucking phenomenal <laughs> i loved fucking Boy. um fucking um it was a pussy who, the, the, pussy too he was good the mom yo tony's mom she was great yo she was great she killed it yo she fucking killed it as as his mom the guy who I actually like the guy who played his dad better than the dude that they had in the show remember when he would have the flashbacks yeah, and yeah. he have his dad I actually liked this guy that they had better than the dude that they had like, I feel I felt like, I felt like the dad in the original show was a little too like a little too like stereotypical mob guy whereas okay. this guy in, in the in the movie had more personality to him I felt uh-huh. like he felt more like a person and less like a caricature word, okay, You you yeah. what I'm saying you we know are I mean? talking about
1: the Punisher, too over here that's who he plays. Yeah, it was. But yeah.
0: I, but yeah, I thought it was great, man. And honestly, I definitely think that they're doing another one that's gonna be more based around Tony. Word, okay. Probably going to see how his dad dies and shit. You Uh know what I mean? Like, it's going to be focused on all of that.
1: My boy did have a a theory of imagine, or he says, like, it would have been dope if they make it into a series, like a little show. Word. And it's basically, yeah, just what you just said.
0: Word, I'm here for either or, honestly. Either or, yeah, word. I really think that while Michael Gandolfini is young now, they got to use him, man. Word. And he already proved. I heard that originally, but when he, like... Got into the character that he was doing it just like Tony in the show, Mm -hmm. and they told him he needed that he was doing it great, but he needed to tone it back because he's not doing that character. He's doing the teenage version of that character, so you gotta, you know, bring that. So I'm sure that he's got the potential to be that, but the Mm -hmm. younger version, which that's what I want to see, man. I want to see that that story, because we can't get. You know, I would have loved to see a continuation but we'll never do that we'll we never get to see that cuz you know rest in peace James Gandolfini but, <laughs> yo, word, yo but, a, but yo they could go crazy with, if you ask me they could go crazy with with prequel content with with Michael Gandolfini oh, man word. as long as it's written properly they go crazy with that shit man. you know
1: when when i watched that and i was watching the series cuz the movie came out and i was like you know what i'm going to watch the whole series and right. I, had my, Same I had thing i had my uh, tonsils removed so i had two weeks in november of just just watching it you feel me S- And so I caught up with everything, and at the end, I watched the movie again, and uh, I figured, oh, after all of that, bro, I got so infatuated with the whole Sopranos that I went into detail, and I wanted to know, like, how it started, who started the mob, you know, where is this family from, and all that, and uh, it all started with Tony's, uh, uh, so Tony's father- Right? It was his father, Uncle June, and it was someone else. Right? In the show, Uncle June somebody
0: the the male. Someone, the, yeah something, yeah yeah the DeMeo. Yeah, uh he Well, cuz a lot of people don't know. It's not the Soprano family. It's the DeMeo crime it, family. Yes,
1: yes. And so fucking he when Uncle June is explaining to Tony who he was, he explained him as a slow person. He says uh he was uh ill in the head and uh mom and dad they worked so hard to to put him in a gr- in a good place in good schools and all that. You know, uh and when I found out that he's talking about him you know like that's the guy who started the mob so so he was just he was being uncle june uncle june you know he's he's hating you know you feel me like how he hated on tony or how he hated on dickie you feel me so that made sense because that when i found out it was him that made i was so confused like i thought he was slow like what he says but he started the whole mob you feel me and so and he made an appearance in the movie too and uh it was his only and his first appearance and the person who played it was David Chase. Word. And it was at the end of the movie in that's his right. funeral when he's walking it's a guy in a white suit.
0: You don't even see his face. You just see his side and he walks nah, into the door. but they the showed door. him they showed him in the in the in the other funeral scene in the beginning of the movie too. Remember when um, when Dicky killed his dad?
1: Yeah, no, nah, I don't remember They showed him that. real
0: quick. I mean, he never says anything, but they show you do see him and okay, you do see word. his face too cuz I remember in the in that and that's uh, also the funeral scene when Dicky killed his dad and uh-huh. shit. And then Paulie comes in with the TV and shit. Like, there's a scene where, like, it's, it's the part where Tony's like, I wonder what they're talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. See him, you see him walking in there and shit.
1: Okay, word. No, yeah, I was so infatuated and I was so mind blown because I went deep into it, man. Word. I went real deep. And I went, like, like who's part of who and how are they connected? You know, You know, Joey Diaz?
0: north bergen legend i'm from north bergen you know i know joey diaz yo
1: for him to be in that movie is a is great joey fucking diaz and you know what i found out that blew my mind joey diaz was in the movie because you know who he technically played pussy's father pussy's fucking father. he
0: did it great yo and i found this
1: out when i'm doing research you feel me and i was so because i was wondering where does pussy come from And
0: I found out that, and
1: I was so mind blown, bro. I was
0: a little bit disappointed, man, when they when they killed off his character in The Many Saints. I was like, man, yeah. You know what I think it is, though. Although he's got that, you know, that natural charisma, you know, because that's just how he talks in real life. You know, he's old school. But I think that he's he does a lot of comedy. Or he's not an so Italian not not really, type of thing, right? And not only that, he's not Italian. Like he's playing an Italian uh, dude, yeah, but that's, he's, he's, he's Cuban. Word. I know, he's I know. Cuban, you know, so the culture <laughs> is different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's got the talk because he's from Jersey. But like he's not an Itali- like he's not an Italian dude and he's not also not a serious actor. If you watch any movie with him, like
1: he's always a sidekick. He's thing. O-
0: and he's always it's always funny. Like he was in the longest yard. Uh, you know a what, what I like, am Can of corn. Can of corn i like, will be fine. <laughs> you seen the longest yard? Oh, with course, that's yo, what he says. That's what he says. That shit. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, he was great in that shit. But it's funny as hell. You know Word, what I mean? Yeah. Like he does shit that's like funny. So I, I feel like they they, they kind of just wanted him to get off a few lines and shit. You know, even what he said, he said something like, "I wouldn't mind eating his shit or some yeah, shit like that." You said, know that's what he said. what he mean? said. Like he he's always like he's a funny nigga. He makes you laugh. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's I scary. love Joey Diaz, man. It's my dream to do some work with him one day in some right. sort. I've always wanted to have him like do a skit on like an album or something. You know oh, what I mean? Oh
1: man, I wish I could do a podcast <laughs> with him, bro. I,
0: I, I that's wish. that's a dream of mine. As an, as an as a North Bergen artist, that's that's like bucket list shit. Oh. <laughs> before 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 he kicks the fucking bucket, I need I need to get I want to do like a skit or something like with like like it's like a it's like I've always wanted to do a skit with like with him, with and with with Star. You know Star right from Star and Buck Wild? No.
1: Star, oh, no, bugger,
0: for, no. You listen to Hot ninety seven, the no, radio. No, I don't. Back in the day, there used to be a radio DJ named um, Star, and uh, not a DJ, but like a personality. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was ebro, but back in the day, right? So he, but the way he, he was crazy though. Like he would say crazy shit. He would argue with people on the radio and like threaten them and shit. He was fucking, and people would tune in just for that. Like he, he got the radio a lot of crazy ratings. He eventually went too crazy, so they had to kick him off. But he, this nigga used to talk just like Tony Soprano. But he was black, so he was more hood about it. You yeah. know, He was like the hood Tony Soprano. So I've always had this dream of getting him and Joey Diaz and doing like a skit with them. Where it's like a mob skit, uh-huh. like for the album and shit. Uh-huh. Like a mob skit, but then it's like funny. You know Word, what I mean? okay. It's like some funny shit. Like... That's a dream of mine right there. Yo, honestly. Because yeah, uh, he's also from Jersey Star. Okay. So that's like some Jersey shit. That'd be like some Jersey shit right there. Well, you know so what why I mean? isn't he on the radio no more? Because he, like, he went too crazy. He like he was like on coke one time and he like you know dj envy okay he threatened to rape his daughter really on the radio yes on the radio he (laughs) he said he he said he had a thousand dollars for anybody that could get him the address to to the little girl's school so that he could go rape her or some shit like that wow yeah he went that was when he went overboard so they had to throw him off that's incredible he's never allowed back on radio ever again because of that he's banned from radio for that shit, cause that he went overboard. Like he, it was all funny games. He was talking about yo, meet me up. I'm gonna smack the shit out you and shit like that. But once he took it to that level, it was like, yeah, nah you're done. Yeah, that's it. Your career is over. That's crazy. Now he does podcasts. He does his thing, but it's like you know he's just whatever now yeah doing his own little yeah. stuff right i tune in every now and then but he doesn't have the same energy he used to have he's off the drugs now so he doesn't like people try to argue with him now to try to bring that old shit out of him and he just hangs up on them he doesn't get into it anymore More. so there's no content anymore you know what i mean not. they try to put him on everyday struggle for the same shit you know they wanted him to ha- they wanted that confrontational energy like what joe budden used to bring but since he's not on drugs anymore, he would just be sitting there, and he would chime in every now and then with some dumb shit. But like, he wasn't really like picking the arguments like he used to. So it's like that era of stars just over. You had to. It's one of those things you had to be there. But you can still find it. If you go on YouTube, you can still find some old, like, archived, like, sounds of, like, him getting into it with people on the radio and shit. Yo, he was fucking crazy, man. And he would be yelling and shit? Yo, I'm not yelling, but, like, just, like, yo, like, yo what's just, up? Like, what's good, nigga? Uh-huh. Come like, what's up? What want to fucking you wanna, you wanna come see me and shit? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> Like you know who the fuck you talking to? Like yo, he was just he was just, he was slick. He was mad smooth. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Like and he was and he wasn't scared. Like he would tell he would tell people shut the fuck up right on the on the like, live on the radio and shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like he was crazy.
1: Wow, bro, that is something, man.
0: Yeah, man, he's a legend. <laughs> he's a legend, right? right. He, he's low key a legend, yo. Hip hop legend right
1: there. Right. So yeah, I'll be honest. I'm gonna wrap this shit up. Yo, this was nice talking to you, man. Yeah, man, no doubt. This is nice, yo uh you're really energetic <laughs> you feel me? i'll be honest some people be like they call it nervous and they're just lethargic there on the mic nah, you feel wait. me nah, you, you fucking nah, smell yeah. good good shit
0: got a little honey in me you know
1: I had to loosen up a little bit you know <laughs> nah, that was nice uh i didn't do the intro but uh we just hopped right in it which nah, is no wait. problem you feel <laughs> me uh, it's just this is a random ass shit, but uh, yo, this is stocks.
0: Well, yo, before we head out, I could I could plug some shit. real quick Go ahead for sure. Go yeah, man. Your just thing. wanna let y'all know, man. First of all, follow me on on the gram. It's Howling Wolf Two O One. Um, my shit just got hacked recently. So Claude Davis Two O One, do not follow that account. Matter of fact, block and report that account, man. That shit is not being run by me. If they contact you, don't don't respond, cause then your shit's gonna get hacked too. So. Yeah, follow me, Howling Wolf 121. I got a new single coming out March 19th, my birthday. It's called Lost Woods. We're gonna have a video coming out for that, and yeah, I got an album coming out. The 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 magic place where it all began is the name of the album. We don't have a release date for it yet, but stay tuned. We'll have that. Go check out all my music, all streaming platforms, and lonewolfnation.com is coming soon. You're going to see that. That website is going to be the hub for everything Claude Davis related, music, merch, mailing list, everything, music videos, everything's going to be up on that. Mm. Good shit, good shit. Real quick,
1: it's made me think. If I may ask, you can say no. If I may ask, can I ask what's your
0: real name? My real name is Claudio Antonio Polanco. Okay. So, wh- what is that name in English? Claudio Antonio Polanco. Okay. So, where does the Davis come in in your name? Just it's just some random shit that somebody gave to me, really. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it's like... Um, and it just sounds... If it it's yeah, good... Yeah, it just, it just worked, man. I what was, was your name before? It was Claude Corleone.
1: Corleone. What made, <laughs> what made you do that?
0: The Claude Corleone? Uh-huh. I was just mad into the Godfather. I was on my mob shit. If you listen to my music... <laughs> like I said, if you go on that Piff, you can find the mixtape that I dropped under that name and, like... If you listen to it, it's all talking about choppers and shit. I was uh, on my mob shit. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to put out that gangster image. So Corleone, I was a gangster. You Word. Know? Right,
1: okay. All right. Okay.
0: What I, What I reason why I fucked with Corleone though was because like I, one thing I never rapped about was selling drugs, right? Mm-hmm. I never rapped about trapping. So and if you watch The Godfather, the Corleone never wanted to get involved in selling drugs. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's what it was all about. Like I'm on my mob shit. I just don't fuck with with selling drugs. So what, what made you change the name? Some they um so I used to work at a barber shop. And what year were like, we sweep, talking about? What like maybe like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Okay. I was like sweeping up hair, making some money on the side, and um one of the barbers started calling me Claude Davis, like just for, for no reason, right? Like just some stupid shit. But then all the other barbers started calling me Claude Davis. And then next thing you know, everyone in the hoods calling me Claude Davis. And I was like, fuck, man. I don't, that's not my name. It's Claude Corleone, man. <laughs> and so I kind of tried getting mad. But then then the girls in the hood started calling me Claude Davis. <laughs> and I was style. like, you know what? It, well. does, it does have a nice ring to it, actually. Like, when they say it, like I was like, all right. So I was like, fuck it. We'll just run with it. Uh-huh. Fuck it. it okay. No, that's and crazy. then I added a dollar sign to it because there was another Claude Davis on Apple Music who made an album in 2005, mm. so I didn't want to get mixed with him. So I added the dollar sign just so it would separate it. 2005 and nothing now. That's right? it. That's it. He <laughs> made an album in 2005, and that's it. It's just there now. Some country shit. I don't even think it was. I don't even think he was famous. I think it's just. You know what I'm saying? Like just I don't there, even know. Right? It's just. It's just there. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to get mixed in with that. So right. I put the dollar sign. I want to remove it, but now I've put out so much music under it that if I try to change it, it's going to be a pain in the ass. So until uh, until they make that easier, it's just Claude Davis with the dollar sign for now. With the dollar sign, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, yo. So once again, this was nice. Good shit, yo. Thank you, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for pulling up. It was nice. It was easy. You know, some people be, like, giving me some trouble and just they come like 4 months later you know you, nah, pulled up. you had covid and now you pulled wait, up wait
0: wait i was going to pull up but I, didn't, I was like i'm not trying to get nobody sick right Word now no, and i had just had gotten covid oh wait, wait, me, wait and i had just recovered but yeah, were yeah. you sick 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 or not i mean i was all right i had like sore throat for like a couple of days I the worst thing that really happens to me when i get cuz this is the second time i got covid mm mm-hmm. Uh, every time, like it wasn't even as bad as the first time, but whenever I do, I just want to sleep. I'm get real. The um, word I, feel I get you. that fucking, and that's one of the symptoms is that you're like you're mad. What's the word? Lethargic? Um, no, not lethargic. Um, what's the fucking word, man? Um, what does it start with? Uh, I can't even think of it because I'm I'm sipping. Henley, and what it man.
1: means? It means sleepy. Um, drowsy I think. Drowsiness. Okay, not yeah, nausea. Nah, there's yeah. there's Fatigue. One. Fatigue that's the word that's <laughs> what it is that's the word I was trying to think of fatigue, okay. yeah, fatigue
0: word. so yeah I've, I've been it's just um i I was just sleeping like non stop like I would wake up, eat something, and go right back to sleep, wake up, go to the bathroom, go right back to sleep, word. you know what I'm saying like, and so yeah, that's pretty much it, other than that i was I was chilling, at least you lived right, yeah. Look, I've I haven't been vaccinated, man, but i I take care of my health, so that's what matters. Great shit. I'm not gonna fuck the vax, honestly. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll be honest, I'm I'm probably gonna get it just so I can start traveling. Nah, word, I feel I wanna go to Cali this year. Oh, you good? You could go. You don't
1: need the Oh you don't need the vax to travel? I don't. I thought you needed the vax to travel. My cousin just came the girl you just saw last week just came back from from, uh San Francisco. And she was going to Hawaii without the vax. Word. It's only leaving America. Oh. And trust me, don't be afraid with flying bud. You feel me? For don't real? don't be afraid, bro. I'll be honest,
0: and I'm saying Boy, this. I heard they're not looking for that no more. They're nowadays. not, man. And they that's flying. Really any, and that's flying anywhere in the states. Anywhere in the states, yeah. That's yeah, I, I can heard. say it's for sure, safe. You know? I had heard that. Yo. I'll be honest,
1: bro. And I'm being so like. Alright, fuck it. If you don't believe me, that's fine. But yo, I nah, brought. Nah, I had heard something. Like I that. brought They're
0: back. not like, sure. The don't care about that no Lord, more. Word,
1: yeah. I brought back two ounces in my book. Get bag. the fuck out of here. Two ounces. ounces. I promise you, bro. Get the
0: Hands fuck out Hands down, promise. Here,
1: yo. yo, when, when me and my boys go to California, we come back heavy. You feel me? And mostly them, they they be getting like, they they be getting the designer weed. You know, I don't really give two you know people out there it. on cali and shit uh just a couple i know yeah just a couple honestly i got my cousin and i got my boy who makes con- content over there word. and then uh there's one boy that i i yeah you probably
0: know him he flies back and forth over there where yeah but word, cause uh, i'm trying to get connected with people from cali so that i know people want to go out there and shit.
1: word but if anything just fuck it just go no nah, you word. feel me just go california bro is one of my favorite favorite places i wish i could move over there and that was gonna be my goals when i turned 25 but oh weird. i got heavy on money you know and i nah, just focus weird. on money now but uh yeah man so once again i'm gonna end this right now thank you no doubt man <laughs>